we keep finding a way to do segments that I don't really approve of. I'm not a fan of this. This was supposed to be me. Like, I'm supposed to be in charge of all of this, right? But somehow, somewhere, I keep, you know, just letting it go by the wayside. And I'm tired of it. But with that being said, uh, we're going to have to do a segment on the Rangers and the 5-0 shellacking, in the words of Shep, of the Islanders. Now, I'm not going to say too much. I'm just going to let the brothers have this topic. (laughs) So coming up next, Rangers Talk. Well, isn't it so funny that we record this segment after a five-nothing shellacking of the New York Islanders? I, yeah, I you know, know the Islanders had to go hook their boys that. up. I don't, I don't think that's what I. Asked. I, think, I don't think that's what I was getting. At, <laughs> No. Oh man, yeah. that's what this whole segment was set up for. You're welcome. No, no thanks. Uh, just the, well, the thing is, the Rangers is that this this season had all the symptoms of being that. Hey, what draft pick spot are we going to fight for, season, or how are we going to get the best spot in the lottery? But it turns out they're actually winning a couple of games. The, you know, they're back on a three-game win streak after losing a tough one, mm-hmm. and. The youth and the resurgence of the youth that has been injected in this team has been huge. And one person I really wanted to pick out that is having a stellar season thus far is good old 19-year-old Filipino. And Filipino, and for anybody who doesn't know, it's Hito with a C. Yeah, that's how the Russian people do it. I was just about to say, what? Can you say it again real quick for us? Filipino. One more time. With a C? Filipino. Okay, thank you. Filipino. Uh, he is currently on a five, five goals in five game streak, and that is the first time by any Rangers rookie to that to ever happen. With the fifth goal coming last night against the New York Islanders, and I just want to say, hats off to you, Philip. There you go, mentioning there you go, mentioning the Islanders game again. He, he give he giving them something to watch. He give them something to cheer for. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Islanders. So, but, but Shep, let me ask you a question. Yes, sir. The people are saying that Philip Hiddle, he, he, I don't want to say a, a boy wonder, but they, they say that he had it. They know he had it. He always had it. Coach, Coach Quinn just had to just had to find the right lines for him to thrive. So, do you think it's more or less him being more adjusted to the team, more or less Coach Quinn finding the best line for him to thrive on? And if that is the case, do you think that Coach Quinn can make this team something, or you think y'all would just still take it with a bright spot? Uh, I'm gonna be perfectly honest with you. I think, I think Coach Quinn's having he's he's getting a lot more than he expected out of this group of people. To be honest with you, especially from people like Brett Howden and Neil Pionk, because these are two guys that I'm gonna be honest with you. I didn't watch too much hockey last year because I knew the team. Was, and these guys came up out of nowhere, and I was like, "Who in the f are these guys, and why should I start caring?" And now I'm these goons. <laughs> yeah, and I'm watching it now, and I get it. I get it. Brett Howden and uh, Neil Pionk, Filipino, and we just got uh, Ryan Strom. We just traded Ryan Strom for Ryan Strom, and that's going to be a big one as well. But I, what I think is happening here is kind of like the sense of, hey, you know, no one's expecting us to be that great. Let's eat while we can. Okay. Okay. And 
I think the coaching of Quinn is going to help this team out immensely. And you know what's funny is like I'm sitting here looking at the team, how young it is, and the development of it is. And I can't help but thinking the team's going to be good probably the year after Lundqvist retires. <laughs> oh, so you won't have the goaltending to actually do anything. Yeah. If you will. But yeah, with guys like Hedel, Howden, uh, even guys such as like Vladislav Namestnikov. Uh, fucking, I hate saying that guy's name. Uh, you know, these young, surging players that the Rangers have, I think it's going to be a big deal in the future. But this is all just my, you know, opinion. Uh, I, I, I feel like I feel like you Rangers is like uh, Craig's family on Friday. I ain't never got two things to match. <laughs> y'all, y'all got youth, no veteranism. Y'all got skill, no enforcers. Y'all got shooting, no goals. <laughs> what it is is just like ham, no burger. <laughs> Yeah. A good hockey team, no top line center. Yeah, oh, that's man. that's basically how it goes. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, five to nothing. That has nothing to do with where you forecast your teams this year. Um, this is a blip in the road. We're not necessarily it's just a matter five point shellacking blip. Yeah. Well, also, too, and I want to keep people to keep an eye out. And for any Rangers fans out there listening, yeah, Henrik Lundqvist is the greatest ever walk on the ice, in my opinion. But keep your eye out for Alexander Gorgiev because that kid can play with a with a shutout against the Islanders last night and two other wins throughout the season. Maybe he's the next. Maybe he's next up. I mean, you never know. I try to now, real quick, just in general uh, question. Do you think it's easier to learn from someone great, or would you prefer them already have retired by the time you get there? Well, are we talking about Henrik Lundqvist or just in general? Um, it could. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Of. Like, would you rather learn from the goat himself, or just know that he retired like two, three, four, or five years ago, and you know you're just coming in? Uh, personally, I would I would rather see because Henrik Lundqvist has like probably roughly two or three more prime years left in him before it's just like it's going to start getting sad. Um, I personally feel like all the pressure now is taken off of Gorgiev because nobody expects anything of him. Okay. So now he has the free chance to just learn under the gun, and then when he gets something such as like a shutout last night, it's celebrated instead of expected. So now he doesn't have as much pressure to I'm carrying the team. I'm the driving force behind the defense. It's still all on Lundqvist's back, and that's exactly where it should be until somebody like Gorgiev, maybe even someone like Mackenzie Skabsky, who's still in the system, can come out and shine and be a real star, and it just eases them into the position. And that's personally how I would want to do it, too. Okay. Well, how do you feel about that? Because I know, for example, Aaron Rodgers, you know, granted he was a quarterback drafted in the first round for the Packers. They had Brett Favre. And it was never like, oh, Brett Favre had a bad game. Bring on Aaron Rodgers. You know, like how we all do so well now when a veteran quarterback struggles and they're, they're the first oh, you mean You mean how the Tampa Bay Buccaneers do every two weeks? Yes, yes, exactly my point. So, like, how do you feel about that? Um, you know, I think it's a mixed bag, and I think it really depends on the player, you know? Like, I feel like, uh, 
I don't, you know, you know, I mean, I, you know, I want to bring it back to the Lakers, but I don't need to keep bringing it back to the Lakers. But I feel like there are Lakers players now who are benefiting from seeing LeBron play the game in a certain way. You know what I mean? And I feel like there are certain players who are that way. It's like they, I feel like, you know, like, uh, there are certain players who want to go back and watch the film and see how somebody else did it right. in order to figure out how it's done. And, there and playing with those players, you know, playing against those greats or with those greats or against them in practice is going to help you pick up those moves that you're trying to learn a little bit quicker, I think. But if you're a player who wants, who actually needs the direction, needs the person to put you on the court and tell you, oh, you need this here, you need that there, then I think that's when you want that coach who's going to be like a, a, I mean, that's when you want that former player coach who's going to be a mentor to you as opposed to the one who's going to play against you while he's still in his prime. Right. But honestly, I think it's just like, I, I think that's why it comes more down to what, what the kind of player you are and what you do. You know what I mean? Like, quarterback, I feel like as a quarterback, you would want that person there on the field with you. You know what I mean? Getting getting mentorship from somebody who's not currently going through it is kind of difficult because they're not dealing with the same players. But I feel like in basketball, I feel like a lot of players in basketball have older players help them and mentor them in the offseason because the moves can still be translated from the old game to the new game so easily. Right. You know what I mean? You don't need that person. That person could be like, yeah, this you just get to this spot and pull that move off and you're good and that it's still gonna still gonna work even though it's you know x amount of years later so it's, it's not like you're getting you know old outdated information so, what about know, hockey goaltenders hockey goaltenders i think is a tough one i think that hockey goaltenders actually i think it's pretty easy i think hockey goaltenders is you want the player on the ice with you because i feel like when you're a hockey goaltender you can get like little tidbits of information and stuff like that, but when you're out there, when you're out there on the ice, it's so like uh, what's the word I'm looking for? So quick reaction. So you know what I mean. You don't really have time to think. I feel like people can't mentor you. Like people, like it's difficult to coach somebody up. As right. a I feel like goaltenders are just good or they're not. And if you have somebody who you know is really good and they can somewhat help you through your preparation for teams or something like that, I think that's going to be more of a help for a hockey goaltender than somebody being like, all right, well, this is how you're going to cut these guys' shot off the best. You're going to cut their ankles off the best. I feel like those are things that you're already going to pick up. I feel like the having that mentorship while you're going through it is going to be more of a help. I'm going to critique you on air. You said I feel like about 18 times. You spoke four minutes and 22 seconds. And I was trying to stop, but Chef kept asking me questions. I know, I know. I know, Chef. What about me? What about my opinion? My opinion don't matter. That's crazy. Nobody cares crazy. how you feel or what that's you feel like. That's crazy. You guys talk real spicy when I ain't got the hit button. It's crazy. You ain't never getting it back. So how It's crazy. I can edit out your part, though. I can trim the audio and flip it around and burst it. Yeah, you don't want to do all that work, nah, do you? you know, damn well, I'm not gonna do all that work. It's not that deep. <laughs> it is not that deep. But listen, we appreciate you. You know what I'm saying, Mo? Despite your your often long-winded opinions, we appreciate you. Because you hey, know man. what? 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 Go ahead. I'm, I'm just trying to keep it thorough. Thorough? 
Thera. Sorry, don't about that. This is, I thought you were trying to pronounce the rapper's name, Thera. Yeah, I was going to say, it was his like name, cool. I like that. I like that. Ice Cream Paint Job. No, more, more, wait. What's that song that he made that we used to listen to? Not Ice Cream Paint Job. T. T. Y to the T. Hey. All I had to hear was the T. I'm like, yo, what song was that? Yo, everyone hates, well, not everyone, but as much as I played it, everyone that I was around started to hate that song. But I don't care. I'm going to play it today. I'm going to play it today in celebration of what used to be. Um, <laughs> and with that, I think, I think we have another topic coming. Yeah, yeah, we got another, yeah, we got another topic coming. So stay tuned. Stay crewed up. Um, and uh, 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 listen to this next interview. Alright, so Green Bay around this time of year is normally synonymous with cold, cheese, and football. But I think it needs to be associated with a rather hot seat that should belong to Mike McCartney. Now, he has a very secure job. This man has only delivered one Super Bowl with the, probably the greatest quarterback of all time and in 12 years. I don't know about y'all, but that, that's a little unacceptable. But me and the crew are going to break it down, not to a science, but I guess just to layman terms on why we think... Mike McCartney's time has expired in Green Bay. Man, I, I got a question for y'all. If you have a quarterback like one said Aaron Rodgers, the bad man himself, right? Um, don't you think you can afford to be a little creative with the playbook? I'm just saying, Mike McCartney. It's about time for you to either go or for you to try something new, bro. I go on the Green Bay twice a year. <laughs> so, um, what, do you, what do you guys think? Do you think it's time for uh, good old Mikey Mike to hit the road, Jack? Or is it just time for him to try something new? So, wait, hold on. We talking about Aaron Rodgers. That's a bad man. Yes, that man. <laughs> Hey, we talk about the goat with no horns. That's who we talk about. Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure, kid. For sure, bro. But nah, nah, nah. I think it's, I think it's darn near obvious. It's about time Mike McCarthy rolled off into the sunset. Oh definitely. <laughs> uh, I think, I think, I think the best way to put is that um, smoke boots. No, 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 no. I was going to say, uh, if you look back at this past week's game where they played the Seahawks, right, right, wow, wow. Aaron Rodgers had a phenomenal game yet again, wow, but right. he made a mistake that could be pointed to as the reason that they lost the game and that he had a wide open receiver on third, third and short, well, I believe it was third and short, had a wide open receiver on third and short, rolled right. out of the pocket, went to throw it to Valdez Scantling, threw it at his feet, bad pass. You could say it cost them the game because they ended up having to punt and they don't get the ball back. And then they obviously have no chance to win the game after that. But, 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 and this is a very large but, when you look at that game, Mm -hmm. that was the only mistake Aaron Rodgers made. Wow. And that is the epitome of what has become of the Mike McCarthy era in Green Bay. And that Aaron Rodgers... Not only being the goat of a QB he is, wow. not only being able to make as many plays as he does, speak on now it. has to be perfect in order to make sure that he doesn't lose any games. Mm-hmm. 
Sounds like the quarterback that he was playing opposite of, aka one Russell Wilson. We all know Seattle is a is a great defensive team, but we all also know that they only go as the man number. I think he's number three as number three goes on another team. But that's not what the topic is about. It's nope. about Mike McCartney. And that's right. with that with that being said, Chef, what do you think needs to happen in Green Bay? Well, you already know how I feel about Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, um, yeah, we talked about that last week. Yeah, yeah. Last two weeks ago, I remember the day to the tape. Um, but <laughs> no, yeah, hit the road, Jack. Don't come around here no more, no more, no more. <laughs> That's you know what I, mean? I like to hear, brother. I was like, hold on, somebody has to finish that piece. I didn't just throw that lob and someone's not just gonna slam it home. Just gonna, you gonna let it be there? Okay, that's cool. Uh, uh, and uh, you know what? Because you're talking to a guy who didn't care any less about what happens in Green Bay. Right. But the thing is, though, is like you when you have a talent like Aaron Rodgers, you want to see him to uh, maximum capacity as an athlete. So. With a guy like McCarthy, who's got such a simple playbook, you know, I think my high school used to run it. Right. Uh, to be honest with you, uh, it's pretty frustrating because a guy like Aaron Rodgers should be succeeding in this lead. They shouldn't be held back by a bum coach. Mm, strong words. You can at me with that one. Strong words. From a wise man. At me. I believe it, though. Listen, you're not saying nothing that no one else in Green Bay. Well, let me correct that. No one in their right mind in Green Bay hasn't said already. However, it's going to take a lot more than the Packers, I think, not, you know, doing what, I don't want to say what they need to do, but, you know, really, yeah, what they need to do. Like, their defense is but it is what above they league average. I think they're actually top 10. Wait, can we, can, we, can, we, can we talk about that, though? Like, what? the defense is, I guess it could be considered above league average, but they've never had a good defense to pair with Aaron Rodgers. That's a fact. Really. You know what That's I mean? And this is like, this is what's boggling my mind about the fact that they've stood behind Mike McCarthy so vehemently throughout his tenure. Is that if you really look at it, Mike McCarthy is supposed to be an offensive guru of sorts. Right. But his playbook is very vanilla. He's he's really just 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 a, a, a high budget QB coach who doesn't mm. need the coach's QB. Mm. Mm. But mm. that being said, mm. is he? I don't know. What? It's like he, he makes all these mistakes that's very obvious. Like I feel like a head coach should make. Like going back to the game this past week, mm. where he decided to punt the ball on a fourth and two. When one, you have Aaron Rodgers, who you know, you know he's. He's more than likely going to get you that fourth and two. You put him on a bootleg, which is just quick sidebar. They don't run enough bootleg with Aaron Rodgers. He has one of the best arms on the run in the NFL. And pretty much when you see him throwing it on the run, it's because he's scrambling out of the pocket as opposed to his bootleg. But you can, you, you can, you can get him on the move in that situation and almost guarantee he's going to get you those two yards. Right. But that, that being said, Mike McCarthy defended his decision to punt it in that situation. Of course saying that, saying that he's going into the their four-minute drill with a timeout and the two-minute warning. So he's assuming, or he's hoping his defense can make a stand to get the ball back. I was back. about to say, assuming, you know what they say, you make an ass out of you and me. Except for I'm and the whole Green fan. Bay area. So you're, yeah, you're making a fool out of you and Green Bay. But listen, I, I could care. Last time Green Bay defense was 
good was way back when B.J. Rogers was catching pick sixes in the Super Bowl. Or the, I mean, the championship game. Way, way, way back. Way back. But even with that, I think Mike McCarthy is at that phase where he's making mistakes that a guy who's securing his job is making. Where he really feels like, you know what? I've been here for what now? 10, 11 years practically? They're not getting rid of me. I can I can make a I can make a call on my own. Like he, the way he goes about it is that it's almost if he just knows that eh, my job is safe. Yeah. Like yeah. No. And once the coach gets to that point, and at least the results are not producing, um, like they are in Green Bay or aren't rather, um, yeah. it's, it's, time, it's time for a change. But with that being said, man, what about this guy Bruce Arians? Rumor has it he's only trying to come back from one job, and that's the Cleveland Browns. Well, is this the I, same I, I, would, I would take it. I don't, I think I think he was joking about that. One, I don't think it was that obvious that Mike McCarthy need to be moved to the back of the bus. I don't think they was going to make him give up his seat at the beginning of the season right. when Bruce Arians said this. But now I think it's very obvious that the, the job at Green Bay is going to be available. So, really? I don't think, think it's, I mean, it's going to be obvious that they're, they're going to make the switch. I don't, I don't know about obvious. I do I think mean, it's going to be happening. If, if Green Bay doesn't not only make it to the playoffs, if Green Bay doesn't make it to the playoffs, I don't think there's any way in heck Mike McCarthy comes back next season. But even if they make it to the playoffs and win their first playoff game, I think, like you said, in a season where Mike McCarthy's defense is considered to be above average compared to where it usually is at, mm-hmm. he needs to make a, a, a legitimate run to the Super Bowl with a healthy Aaron Rodgers. That's, that's exactly what everybody expects. Aaron Rodgers, the, the Packers have been able to make it to the playoffs pretty much and lose without Aaron Rodgers before. He's, he's made it obvious that he's he's a decent enough coach to get them in playoff position, but that's not going to get them to the Super Bowl. And if he can't get them to the Super Bowl with healthy Aaron Rodgers now, I think it's time for him to go. <laughs> what we think and what we want to happen, brother, to, to totally think, like, those things aren't even remotely close to what I think Green Bay is honestly thinking about. Because they're I mean, very loyal. They're, they they pride themselves in being very loyal. But you could be loyal to a fault now. You so, could be loyal so, to the snake that bites you every time you feed it. But, you know, it, it's still going to bite you. That's true. Hey, man, you can, you, can, you can feed a snake every night, but it's still going to grow until it can eat you. So Right, exactly. Like, it's aspirations is to eat you. No matter what you do for it, it's going to eat you. Yep. So, 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 who do you think really needs to be looking to include Bruce Arians in the in the into the organization? Listen, I think you know. Don't say no, dang Jets, because we know your coach is out of there too. Nah, first of all, first of all, my my coach seat is so hot, boy. You can you can use it as a fireplace for this. They'll give him another year. Jets are dumb enough. (laughs) Yeah, we are, but that's not the point. The point is (laughs) that. I, I think Bruce Arians is well let, let me let me just get this out there right now. The Giants are somehow gonna find a way to make it to the playoffs because of the latest injury to Alex Smith. Um I don't know how the Giants luck up every four years. Every just four years. about every four years oh, just yeah. something magical happens where they either creep into the playoffs or they creep into a Super Bowl. Or like stumble into a <laughs> Super Bowl and it's it's amazing. Or both. Um, and or both. They just so happen to be in the same division as a super underachieving and struggling Super Bowl champion, Eagles. Um, we have the Redskins who were riding a high and then their starting quarterback gets hurt and now they're back at square one mm-hmm. but with uh, Colt McCoy. 
and what's that other team? The Cowboys. The Cowboys are going to Cowboys. Let, let's let's be honest. Cowboys are going to Cowboy. Um, they're going to find a way to beat neck and neck with the Giants towards the end of the season, but yeah, they just, just barely uh, lose out at the end. Just barely always lose out at the end. Okay. And now win. this is the point where you think I'm going to let it slide. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because. I don't know who the fuck you think you are, Mo. The Giants, get out of my fucking face with that. Okay, and now, hey, hey. tell me, call me when you beat the Patriots, Alex. All right, call me. Wait, wait, I'm no, tired of this. This ain't got nothing to do with me, bro. <laughs> you I don't care. You and your butt fumble can take it and shove it. First of all, first of all, the Redskins just signed him. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. That was the major headline. They signed Mark Sanchez. It's like, aha. <laughs> Mark Sanchez, the leader of the playoffs. Get in. Oh my God. If that's not the biggest F word to uh, Colin Kaepernick, I don't know what is. Mark Sanchez got a job before you for a team that's leading their division. For a team that's leading their division. <laughs> leading their division. Not, close to the playoffs. They said, let's go. Not trying to just, you know, not just trying to make it, you know, but through the season, you know, get the season to, uh, experience. No, no, no. They're trying to make it to the playoffs with Mark Sanchez. Now, with Mark Sanchez. Don't get, me, don't get me wrong. Mark Sanchez is a great game manager. Don't get me wrong, because he managed us to the to the conference uh, <laughs> championship. But hold up, but hold up. He managed one of the best defenses to ever play. I mean, I don't want to say to ever play, but one of the best defenses of that of those of those generations. Yeah, that's why I'm saying he managed the game for us. But he, that's what I'm saying. He, it was the best. De- it was the best defense play in the game at the time. <laughs> well, yes, yeah, so you, you keep missing my point. I didn't. I didn't say he was good. I said he's a good manager. I don't know how good, how good a manager you have to be to manage listen, the offense of the best defense. Like, listen, you, you'll be you'll be amazed. You'll that's be like amazed how hard it is to consistently. Say, hey. Wait, wait, wait! You got to think about how hard it is to consistently get the ball to the running back without fumbling it. You know, Mark was very good at that. <laughs> Mark Mark was very solid in that aspect. He he got the ball to Thomas Jones, um, and then he would you know after Thomas Jones would run for twenty uh twenty five times and one hundred forty four hey. yards, he hey. would play action one time. We'll put it. We'll put it this way. When he had a defense that was capable of getting him to the AFC Championship game, he was very good at putting that defense on the field. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, say what? Mark Sanchez played some of his best football in Dallas, though. Oh, that, that, that's nice. However, they ain't going to get the job done. Washington Redskins, you dropped the ball again. You dropped the ball again. Congratulations. This was the perfect time to not only make a statement and possibly not save your franchise, but rejuvenate your franchise for at least a season. At you least went out and signed Colin Kaepernick. But wait, can we can we can we can we can we talk about the NFC East real quick? I want to nope. talk about nope. like you said, the Eagles are one of the most underachieved and repeat Super Bowl champions ever, which is wild because they probably retained some of the most important pieces out of any super repeat and Super Bowl champion. But why is it so bad? Why is it so listen, bad? Like, the listen, Cowboys to be honest, go ahead. Have, have the chance to win the division, and they're probably not going to, so they need to get rid of Jason Garrett because if he can't win the division with the beat-up Giants, the Eagles barely win anything. The Redskins just lost their starting Go ahead. Like, everybody sucks in this division. But I, I just want to know why it's so difficult 
for teams to be good in this division. <laughs> like, you know what? You guys are back to back games, home dog. We'll do I that. Philly, we won Philly and Atlanta, son. Won a two-game win streak. You better relax, Chief. Yeah, it's your Atlanta, first one of the of all, season. <laughs> first of all, Atlanta is nothing to write a home about. <laughs> they're missing. They're missing their whole defense. They're missing a top player at each level of their defense, and missing two in the defensive backfield. No, three. I'm sorry. They're missing three top players. Take it easy, three and seven. I don't need to hear any of this. <laughs> well, first of all, we're we're one of the best three and seven teams you'll ever see, partner. We just had a very bad game against Buffalo, and that we're just not going to talk about. But without dragging this topic any further along due to our time constraints, um, and as much as y'all try to say it, we still. All right, so it wouldn't be a sports show if you didn't find a way to talk about the most polarizing athlete in sports outside of Cristiano Ronaldo, which is LeBron James, right? But, you know, here on Get Live with the Crew, we spend a good portion talking about this man. And now it's even worse because he plays for the Lakers, which is Mo's favorite team. And Carson is a LeBron fan, so wherever LeBron go, he's rooting for him. So somehow, somewhere, we keep finding a portion of our show to dedicate to talking about LeBron. Well, this next segment in particular is about how LeBron, and I think in his first year with a new team or returning to a team, they start 9-7. and seven. Good or bad, you gotta stay tuned. So once the beard connects, if the beard don't connect, I don't want it. I don't want it, I'm shaving it off completely. It ceased to exist. It ceased to exist. But, you know whose beard is flourishing, fellas? LeBron James. LeBron James. And his team. Yeah, grown man. And that man, but, that man almost 40. But, but nah, he's not almost 40. He's on the other side of 40. I mean, the other side of 30. He close, yeah. he was close, it 30? Yeah. 34? 34. Well, he beat 34. 34. Listen, that's not close because I'm only 10 years younger. You know what I'm saying? I'm close to 30. Is what you're saying. Yeah, close to 40, bro. Nah, I don't hear it. I don't hear it. I don't hear it. But nah, Mo, since, you know, this is Lakers and it's your favorite team, I feel like it's only appropriate that you, um, that you let us, let us know about the significance of the Lakers before the win yesterday. It was 9-7. and 9-7. and seven. What is it about that? Yeah, well, you know, the Lakers, Lakers had to go out and get that dub against, against the, the Kings former team, Cleveland, and, you know, Cleveland ain't make it easy, but we had, we had to go and get that as well. But, uh. Um, right, right. Nah, uh, I don't know. I think I think it's I think it's a it's a good sign. It's a, it's an omen, you know. I think that a lot of people have knocked this year's Lakers team, saying that they don't have what it takes to be to be LeBron James's role players. People mm. keep saying that this Lakers team isn't going to be able to close out games, mm. isn't going to be able to go to the playoffs and do anything. But mm. if you look at LeBron James's record, both his inaugural Miami Heat team and his welcome back Cavaliers team both went nine and seven. They were both in the wow, same wow, predicament. Wow. Wow, wow. So, you know, it's I, I think I think people just need to sit back, relax, chill. People enjoy the show. Man, people need to that. stop being so disrespectful. Like this man didn't take a bunch of scrubs to the farmers. Stop being disrespectful a, a, this man. A whole bunch of scrubs. Not a half a bunch of scrubs, but a whole bunch of scrubs. A whole oh. heap of scrubs. <laughs> scrubs to go around. <laughs> yeah, scrubs to fill a hospital. <laughs> that was actually a quality joke. That was. 
That was. I was. I was pretty impressed. I'm not gonna lie. I was. I, I'm mad. I didn't think of it first. But you know not what? quality enough to laugh, but quality enough to be like nice. But quality enough to mention that it was. <laughs> quality enough to mention. He said, that it was you made That's a joke there. Maybe, <laughs> maybe if it wasn't at eight thirty, we would have probably laughed. Yeah, maybe. Right, right. It was some early. It would have been nice. But no, man, listen. I saw. I think. I know. Wait, you know what was disrespectful about yesterday? Outside the fact of, you know, LeBron playing with the Cavaliers? Yo, tell me why. I seen a shirt that said Cleveland, but the LA was Los Angeles. (laughs) Disrespectful. I was so offended because, like, that means somebody's selling no shit because she went to the game last night. Whoever this girl is that I saw on Instagram went on her story. And I'm like, does that say Cleveland with the like the LA and the purple and gold? She was like, yeah. I was like, wow. He, he said, somebody, wow. somebody out here is selling buns. They're just selling their loyalty left yeah, and right. They, they just don't care. They don't care. Y'all, y'all, just, y'all just don't care no more. It's just like, you know what? F it. You know, who cares? What, what is loyalty? Someone that, Shaq, tell me what is loyalty. Oh God! <laughs> oh. oh, we know who ain't got it. <laughs> that ain't it, Chief. He said, "Don't put me on the spot." That man took too long. He said, "Uh, uh listen, listen. Loyalty is uh, uh what is it? loyalty? Is it an adjective? Is it a verb? Or is it a noun?" It means something to somebody. That's all I know. <laughs> not, but not this somebody. I know it doesn't mean no, nothing to nobody that made that T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Zero morals. But no, man. Like, I really think that one, the Jazz have been an on and off team. The Kings are still winning. So who knows how long that's going. I don't be. know how or why, um, but they're doing it. <laughs> they just keep winning, and the Grizzlies. So. um I don't know what's going to go on in the West, but I know Lebanon James better keep whatever, whatever he's been doing to the team. He need to keep doing. Yeah, so he need to. Hey, if they need to play Tyson Chandler more, play him more. I know Rondo's out three to four weeks. Mo, how y'all gonna cope with that? Uh, I think I thought we would see more Brandon Ingram at the point, and he has been running, running the point a little bit, you know, running the ball. But I think they're gonna they're deciding to try and supplement it more with Lance Stevenson. And I like it. Lance Smart. Stevenson is definitely more. I feel like he's going to be more uh, consistent in that role. So you know, I, I would like to see. I would like to see those minutes keep going to him. And uh, maybe Josh Hart. I don't know why they not get my boy Josh Hart. Josh Hart was balling in the summer league. He has an outstanding, an outrageous three point percentage right now. He's shown that he can run the offense, and they haven't really given him the chance to run the offense with LeBron. I want to see him him, you know, and LeBron get out there and defer because I think he's, come later in the season, he's going to have to be one of those knockdown dagger three-point shooters that LeBron is going to need on the perimeter. It's going to be him and KCP to, 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 to bring us home in the end, so we, we need to get that cohesiveness together right now. First of all, no, I don't agree. I don't want you guys to play Josh Schwartz any more than you're already playing. You know why? Even what? though I know it's not going to happen, I want him to leave and come to New York. Man, Speaking of New York, hold on, guys. You know what? Hold on, hold on, hold on. The Knicks won yesterday. And you know what? We beat the Celtics. And you know what else? It was a bad game. We should have we should have beat the brakes off them fools. Hey. But no, Fisdale, this is... Ladies and gentlemen, I love David Fisdale for what he is, what kind of coach he is. Don't get me wrong. 
but everybody has their flaws. And this is one of this man's flaws. There is no reason in one the world why we, as the New York Knickerbockers, have had a lead going into the fourth quarter, I think eight times, and we've been within two points of the lead 14 times going into the fourth quarter, and we've lost 12 of those games. 12. 12 of those games. Mm-hmm. Hand slapping, so you must really feel passionate about this. You hear right? You hear it? You hear the clap in the back? Hold up. <laughs> Let me know I'm serious. Like, I'm raising my hand levels as I'm saying each and every word. Like, you can feel me moving my hand. So, you doing each. So, you doing this. This Shanika. Yes. Like, bend the battle rap, look up, and all that. Like, I need to understand. Like, why, why is that the case? But anyway, one last night. Well, I'm like, what? Which well, I was going to say, I said, who. who who is emerging as your closer? You know, David Fisdale, he's still searching for a closer. Bro, it's Pretty not much. even necessarily a closer. Everyone thinks they're closer between Trey Brizzy, Tim Hardaway, Jay. Nah, Isozo wasn't even in there at the time. But Isozo, he takes efficient ISO shots. Like, if he doesn't have it, he doesn't force it, which is why I appreciate his isolations. You know what I'm saying? Trey Burke, Tim Hardaway, well, it could just be the fact that he's a rookie. Maybe that just still plays into it. But uh, uh, Tim Hardaway and Trey Burke don't give a damn. It's like either I'm gonna dribble in a circle, uh, either I'm gonna like stick my arm out, push off, and get an offensive foul, and still get it up. But it's just I don't know, I don't know. And it gets on my nerves. And then God forbid Enos Kander be in the game. He's not passing the ball out of the paint for nobody in crunch time. No, it is. This is my team. Is he in a contract season again? Like, what's good? What's good? Uh, yeah. He trying try to throw up his analytics right now. Unfortunately. But, no, check it out. Trey Burke, I'll play Kyrie Irving. Shout out to you, Trey Burke. You know what I'm saying? 28 points, 11 you, assists, 6 did rebounds. Did you check the analytics? Did you check the analytics on that before the, you... The, the plus minus? He outplayed him. He outplayed him. The stat line was better. His plus minus was better. And the, and the crunch time was better. Too. What more do I got to say? Listen, I don't yeah. have to pretend like we're a good team. We're not. So, if I'm saying he outplayed him, he outplayed him. Hey, listen, a blind squirrel will get a nut every once in a while. Oh, man. That's like saying a broken cock is right twice a day. It is. It's win twice a year. That's... First of all, we're, we're, seeing like the right... we're on five wins, so don't disrespect me. No, I'm you know, listen, I'm in a tough spot, though, fellas. I don't want to, I really don't want us to win that much. I want RJ Barrett. He said, take the, No, whoa, 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 I'm R.J. Barrett. R.J. Barrett is trash. Wow. What he did last night, he is trash. What do you mean he's still a youngin'? He's still a youngin'. Man, he bottled with my shoe trash. I'm scraping scum. Oh, Lord. There is no way Gonzaga gives you the game on the platter and misses four to five free throws. And you take the last four to five possessions in your hands and don't pass at all. And dribble drive, no kick on three people every time. Listen, it was just a it was just a bad game for him. You know what I'm saying? It was man, the pressure. Man is boo boo. Hey, hey, look, you feel like you guys just asked me my opinion on the Cleveland Browns right there. <laughs> that's how, that's the vibe that I got from Carson on that one. That's wild. No, 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 that's the Seattle Seahawks passing on the three yard line three times. Oh, that is. Yeah, that, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, that's bad, man. I can relate. That's real bad. That's bad. But uh, hey, so, but hey, we we all said what? that they're a young team. They ain't got no. Even though it looked like they got their chemistry, they haven't been playing together for a long time. He don't trust them people. 
Right, right. It always shows too on the big the, stage. The th- but the thing is, I don't know how Coach K allowed that. What do you mean? You think what he's going to take the reins off him this early in the, in the year? You can't do that to his confidence. Why can't he miss? Especially on the last one. You missed Listen. three of the makeup on three people. Why the hell are you taking that? He can't. He can't do that to them, bro. Yeah, he's hey. gonna ruin their confidence. Hey, listen. He could have. Hey. He could have drawn up a play to kick it out the camera. And hey, for that, coach, three, for that tracing. Coach, Coach Carson. This is all right. Coach K go talk to him in the locker room and go be back. <laughs> it's too late now. I really want to say a little. If you're being honest, but either way. I think I think the, the Knicks need to. I don't know. I think we're in a perfect place, but we're still competing, still learning. But it could easily be will be like a, a really, I want to say like a really decent six seed if we would just be able to close out games. And like half of them were the coaches, and half of them was just our young players overthinking the situation. But you know what? They've never been in that situation. So I mean, shout out to Liz for sticking to uh, his guns. You there was no, huh? You want you want to make me so upset about that game, that Duke Gonzaga game? What? I hate Gonzaga with a passion. Oh yeah, I What's hate up? him. I can't yeah. stand him. And he and that man did that, and he blew that game like that. He choked like that. Yeah, man. He, he couldn't he couldn't bring it home for you, brother. He sorry. What you want me to do? I'm sorry. I want you to pass the damn balls. What I want you to do? He said, press the A button. <laughs> Icon pass, Icon pass. Nah, hey. son. He said, nah, my, my, my homie had the 2K11 Kobe controller. He said, Bro. X is shoot, A is shoot, B is Carson shoot, Y is shoot. All the way down for calling that for man only had an X on the dang controller. And X in the <laughs> Wait, nah, I said pump fake. As you think about pass, the shoot, shoot, shoot. Fade away for three That people. man had a custom controller. Oh, yeah, man. man. That's crazy, but all right, folks, with that, man, we're going to go ahead and jump into the next topic. You guys stay tuned to the next one. Get live. With that group. What would be a show without NCAA topic, you know? You know, Shep and Carson, you know, they, they, got, a, they got a little chemistry thing going on. You know what I'm saying? I, I thoroughly enjoy when they when they go at each other in the college world, except for when Shep brings up Army. And when uh, Carson talks about Tennessee. Other than that, it's a pretty good segment. So coming up next, NCAA with our good pal, Shep and Carson, leading the way. I'm going to do Get Live with the crew right here, Christian, all right? Big Carson. What's going on? What up? What's up? Not too much. How are you living? How was your Thanksgiving? Good. How was yours, man? It was, uh, okay. yeah, it was all right. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. Mom was like, all right, so. Uh, I had certain events take place that I'd rather not talk about. That kind of put a damper on it, but it was all good. I understand, man. Well, you know what? Keep on pushing. Yeah, I mean, you already know. A day at a time. That's it, man. So, uh, do you want to do a little pre-talk about this before we get into it, into it? Let's do it. All right, what are you thinking about? Talk. What games are you talking about last week, and then what do you want to talk about this week? Oh, uh, I, I don't think I didn't do the segment last week. I don't think. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I'll just talk about the ones from this week. No, we. Uh, I think we did do the segment. We did. Did we? Yeah. Because you were. 
I don't remember what it was. Oh, because remember we were talking about Citadel versus Alabama? Uh, yeah, I do. But, man, I'm, I've had a crazy week, man. I don't even remember, to be honest with you. I understand, man. No worries at all. But uh, fuck it. Whatever it is, you want to just kick it off, I'll follow your lead. All right, hold on. We're going to – yeah. All right, bump it. Let's kick it off. Welcome to the Get Live with the Crew College segment with your boy, Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Your boy, Carson, here on the ones and twos. Uh, so, just right before we get deep into it, Chef, tell me what you're looking for, what what you're looking most forward to this college week. Uh, you're, you already know that answer, and that's going to be Michigan versus Ohio. <laughs> I knew it. Been on that answer for you, even asked. I knew it. Iron Bowl, but you know what? Come on, like Auburn ain't ranked. Alabama's eating people alive. It is what it is this year. Man. You know, you never know. You never know. Any given Saturday, but I mean, That's honestly, I, I just don't see nobody beating Alabama. They're just too damn strong. Citadel did better than all of us thought. Well, for a half, they did. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I was thinking Bama, Bama by 80. Yeah, I was thinking that. I think I said last week I thought they were going to win, what was it, like 63 to nothing, I said? Yep. Yeah, no, something like that. But you said I mean, giving them a field goal would be too much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, so, yeah, they exceeded everybody's expectations, probably even their own. Absolutely. Um, But t- just tell me, walk me through your thought process on this Um. Michigan State, Ohio State game. Well, <laughs> I I really don't think there's that much in between these two teams other than the fact that Ohio State's identity is very wishy-washy. Uh, like, one, you know, uh, I don't know, because it's both – it's two 10-1 teams, but you got the Wolverines sitting at four and Ohio State sitting at ten. Is it was that one loss really that much of a deal? Is Michigan that much better in your eyes than Ohio State? Absolutely, I think so. I mean, Ohio State they they lost in one game, but it was like two or three other games they should have lost. They were close. Yep. It's like I, I just at overtime. They started out looking really, really strong at the beginning of the year. And I thought, okay, this might be the year Alabama – I mean, Ohio State makes another push for the playoffs. And yeah. then about week four, they just declined. I don't, it's like it's like somebody went in there and deflated the air out of the locker room. Yeah. So I, I don't really know what it is, but I just don't feel that confident in them. I don't think they're that strong. Only – only – edge they have in this game is they're playing at the horseshoe. Yeah. That that's yeah. the only thing they have going for them this factor. Like. Um and you gotta look at it. That one loss that Michigan has is to the team ranked right above them. Mm-hmm. And it was a fairly tight game. Yep. No you're you're hundred percent right. Um I just you know I think I'm a little bit biased because I got a kid from uh, my alma mater at Lindenhurst playing at Ohio State. You know, I just want to see my boy eat. You know how it goes. Freshman tight end, Jeremy Rucker. I seize you. I mean, I feel you. Shout out to the young boy. But, I mean, I'm, I'm a UConn fan. And I like to yeah. see my boy Kimba eat. And, uh-huh. 
even though he's playing for probably one of the worst owners in the league right now. But anyway, I said all that to say this. He dropped 60 points and still lost. So he ate. He ate. So so your boy Rucker can eat, but I still think think they're going to lose. I I see you. (laughs) So – what do you what do you what do you got on the what do you got on the table for next week? How are you feeling? Um, I think one of the most games that I'm most intrigued by, to be completely honest with you, and you're gonna be like, what? but one of the most games that's intriguing to me is Boise State and Utah State. Bro, I knew you were gonna say that. I I was, dude, I knew it because I was thinking the same thing. Hey, I man, knew that's why we got the ESP going on. Dude, like, because I got, you know, I'm, I'm not going to try to take it out of college right now, but you know, I'm a bleeding heart Cowboys fan. Okay. And that Cowboys defense, they got a lot of boys from Boise over there. Yeah. So I, I'd be looking at Boise, that team, that just, you know, they're always sneaking in 24, 23, you know, you know, hitting up sometimes 15, this and that. I feel like that's going to be a very, Good game by two teams that are really trying to prove themselves, and I believe it's going to be the only game on. It's a ten fifteen, so because it's West Coast, I believe. So, but uh, dude, that's going to be a good one. I, I wholeheartedly agree with you. Yeah, but what what intrigues me the most is, and I haven't got to watch them a lot this year. Me neither. I watched. Uh, I'm talking about Utah State. I watched their game against BYU earlier in the year, but other mm-hmm. than that, I haven't I haven't seen them at all. So they're they're one of the sneakiest teams this year. And what I say by that is they've been struggling in the past. They had my young boy Chucky Keaton down there, and he was the heart and soul of the team. And as soon as he left, then they just plummeted. And to yeah. just to see them creep back on the scene and they're sitting at ten and one is is pretty impressive. So that and you know Boise State is Boise State. I mean you know they're always going to be. Um, you know, a sub subpar good team. So, yeah. I, I'm I'm extremely curious to see how this game turns out and just the momentum that Utah State's playing with. I, I think they're going to take it home. I feel you. Uh, I just got a question to ask: Is there anything that you would like to volunteer for? Are you? Uh, is there any volunteer services that you would like to uh, suit up with? Yeah, I like to volunteer for this bowl game that we about to reach uh, <laughs> after this win against Vanderbilt. That's what I want to volunteer for. <laughs> Missouri volunteered fifty points on your defense. Yeah, <laughs> but the thing is, they 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 chapped us pretty bad last year, and I and I felt like it was going to be a little bit different. We were playing at home this year. And it just it just wasn't any different. But I, I will say one thing though, they're not Garantano. And Garantano mm-hmm. has been the heart and soul of our team. No, you're right. So, so that I, I think that kind of deflated everybody once he got knocked out of the game. But I still feel like they shouldn't have got their they shouldn't have got their tail handed to him. Oh yeah. Like, uh, so I don't know. You know, I hope we get this bowl game that'll do good on the recruiting trail for us. Um, it'll be a good look. We have the number one offensive lineman already committed, and we're we're I think sixty four percent last time I checked sixty four percent chance of landing the number two offensive lineman, two five star linemen. Mm, that's big. Exactly, that's huge. So that changes the whole outlook. Team. 
once you build that type of line and recruiting, that's going to bring the other big uh, skill player recruits. That's going to bring a top running back. That's going to bring a top quarterback. Yeah. And the top quarterback is going to bring a top wide receiver. So, uh, no, it's good that Tennessee gets players at this level because you know what? I don't mean to dog it, but that's a program that's a lot is expected out of that program. Absolutely, and they, and they have not been hitting the mark for for a while. Absolutely, we so, have a very rich tradition, and like yeah. you said, we we just haven't been getting it done. Well, so, Jason I'm, Witten, you know what I'm saying? Oh man, you went back. <laughs> oh man, that's that that is basically my uh Jesus to my God, you know? What oh I'm my God. cut it out. <laughs> cut it out. Light to my day. That man he was the slowest, fastest guy on the face of the earth. But this isn't about him. <laughs> um another game I'm looking forward to seeing. I want to see what um what LSU does in the twelfth man against Texas and NL. Yeah, uh, both of them ranked. You know, LSU sitting on the cusp of a um, of a playoff bid. They're ranked number seventh, and I think they're going to need a lot, a lot of help to get in. But I mean, I'm curious to see what they do. Uh, so one last, one last thing. Well, two last things. Do you think South Carolina has any chance of beating Clemson or making it competitive? And do you think USC has any chance of being competitive against Notre Dame? Um, I don't know. Have you you've seen uh, Friday, right? Yeah. The scene when Debo says, "You want some two old man?" No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> That's my answer. No, nope. no, absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> and uh, here's why: <laughs> this the skill level differential between those two those programs especially in a team like usc who it's like yeah we're good every five years but then we're really not that good enough to win the championship and then it's like nobody wants to come to our program and then everybody wants to come to our program i i have will have no faith in usc ever okay and then south carolina come on it's clemson clemson might have a chance to beat bama if they if it comes down to it that clemson is at that caliber of a team will they beat bama that's that remains to be said but I just, you know, the, the spread is 26 in that. I think they're being generous. Okay. And, um, Notre Dame, if Notre Dame shows up, then USC doesn't have a chance. If the Notre Dame team that kind of wants to be the fluky team, like win all these games, then be, and then is actually a fluke and we're all been uh, honeypotted. If that team shows up, then USC has a chance. But I really don't think, I think it won't be a contest for either game. And that's my personal opinion. I agree. I agree. I think uh, both teams will show why they are ranked respectively. Absolutely. All right. Dude, big shout out to Army. Nine and two, beating Colby. Oh, man. I, kn- I knew you were going to try to find a way to squeeze that in here. <laughs> I knew it. I am the only person who is an Army fan that didn't go to the school or has been a part of the military. Okay. <laughs> and I need to let people know I'm loud and proud, son. You, you, might, you might be right about that. Yeah, I might be. Dude, I was actually there when – I hate to be this on the segment when I was there type guy, but I was there when the Army running back broke the rushing record against Eastern Michigan. That was crazy. Yeah, you, you're that guy. Yeah, I'm that guy. That was a good <laughs> like, All right, Chef. I mean, if all minds and hearts are clear, you don't have anything else on your mind, we're going to go ahead and close the segment out. Carson, it's always a pleasure, my man. Always. Have a good one, Chef. Yep, keep it shaking. Get live with the crew. Good lie, baby.
Yeah, but whenever you're ready. Yeah, but whenever you throw that handle out there. Oh, 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 yeah. Y'all can catch me on Twitter at Pharaoh underscore GL. Y'all can catch me on IG and Snapchat at Power in My Skin. But hey, but don't type too fast now. Yeah, I mean, type too fast, you're gonna miss your character. You gonna you gonna lose some words. These cops out boys are something different. Oh man, I swear, I swear we're just like the damn team is in dysfunction right now. That's a superstar team. The Wizards? Oh, you said a superstar team. Never mind. Oh, never mind. You're right. It was not the Wizards. (laughs) But we in dysfunction like the Wizards. But go ahead, Shep. And then Mo follow after that. Man, you know, I guess I'll get my real handle this time. Follow me at Alan underscore Shepherd underscore Junior on Instagram. Don't message me. Follow the page. <laughs> we like it. See, look straight to the point. I don't need no DMs or nothing. It's all good. It's all great. Yeah, I don't know why. Like, I thought this was like a, an actual like video podcast or something, but I could have sworn he was going to say, "I'd give y'all my real handle and then hold up a pot." Like, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, like, you never know, a chef. You never know. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna refer back to that one. We're gonna bring that back. Just to let you know, I'm usually that wild. So <laughs> usually that wild, you can't tell. It's always cousin. It's but, not that far fetched. Uh, but uh, yeah, you know who I am. It's the notorious <laughs> MOE. Hold up. <laughs> it's the N O T O R I O U S M O E S Mo. That's right. And you know the 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 Instagram is Showtime underscore Mo Reckless. The three is an E. Follow me, M O E A. You know, I wish I had a, a wonderful bomb to go with mine. Oh, wait, that was a bar. Oh, that was a bar. That was a bar. You know what? Oh, he didn't have to go that far to get that bar. I'm about to be a rapper. Damn it, damn it all. But y'all can follow me, Stat underscore G on Twitter. Um, IG, I'm working on uh, like a whole separate page from like the one I communicate with like the general masses. Um, but for right now, you have to follow me at 317th underscore. Um, you know, I was going to throw out my MySpace, but I think that one's getting old. I think I did that like four times last season. Yeah, so that way too much last season. And then we did Christian Mingle like two weeks ago. You had all the chicks all over your MySpace words. Did we, did we use Black People Meet yet? Nah. Yeah, I'm nah. Gonna, all right. Follow me on Black People Meet at uh, Chocolate Thunder. <laughs> not white, not white. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and uh, yeah, hopefully, you know, we, we can get something popping. He said, Follow me on JD or my bush is burning. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I didn't say all that. I didn't say all that, bro. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. no. <laughs> all right, man. We catch you on next week's episode of Get Live with the Crew. Everyone stay safe. Hope everyone had a great and tremendous holiday. Hopefully, it continues to be a flourish and a beautiful time for all those who listen in uh, on this day. Um, and be safe, man. You know, holiday season is a dangerous time. Holiday you know, season. Emotions are high. You know what I'm saying? Hormones are high. Be careful, fellas and ladies. You know what I'm saying? You say Hey man, watch our speed out there because they will pull you over. Oh yeah, no, they're not. They're not afraid. They're not afraid. They will pull you over. But make sure if you they, if they gonna pull you over, you have to get a lot of the crew plans so that way they might let you go. That's a fact. They might let you go. They might let you go. All right, y'all. Thank, thank you. you. Appreciate you. See you next week.